Welcome to We Are Everyone, a podcast series powered by Pivotal Moments, which focuses on sharing the stories of individuals who are uplifting human spirit through resiliency. I'm your host, Jen Sherman. I would like to welcome our fabulous guest today, Jeff Grass. He is the CEO and chairman of Hungry. So welcome, Jeff. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hi, Jen. It's great to see you. Great to, see it's great you to be here. <laughs> While it's not in person, it's a little virtual, it's, it's okay. It's okay. The power of technology. Yeah. Um, so Jeff has a great story. Uh, he's actually joined me on another podcast, uh, Dose Your Future, to tell his story and journey. But for We Are Everyone, we're kind of ha- going to have a different type of conversation, um, okay. especially during these uh, challenging times. But Jeff, before we dive in, could you just tell us about your background as an entrepreneur and how you got into the food innovation space? Sure, sure. So um, my background started a bit more traditional in the finance industry, but um, for really the last 20 years, I've been a serial technology entrepreneur um, and uh, just kind of starting in, or co-founding and leading um, different, uh, primarily B2B2C technology-enabled services or platforms. Um, all four companies have been venture capital backed um, in different spaces. Um, Hungary, the very first one in the food space though, and, and one of the most fun for sure. Definitely. And food, you know, food is even more important um, than ever at the moment um, because we need to nourish America in a, in a safe way. <laughs> yeah. So, Given the time period that we're in um, with the current pandemic, you know, as a leader, what kind of tactics and programs have you implemented to ensure that your employees are in the right headspace? Yeah, so I'd say in in times of crisis like this, um, you know, we've really dialed up communication um, a lot more with the team. So we have uh, every uh, other day, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings, we have um, uh, whole team Zoom conference calls like this, where we, we just kind of um, share updates, talk about things, each of the different parts of the business, you know, share what's going on. Um, I think it helps create a sense of togetherness that you can't really have, you know, like you might normally have in an office setting. Um, and, you know, we're just really trying to keep the ball ball rolling. Um, I'd say we're also working very hard to, um, to, to proceed with a purpose. Um, you know, this, uh, the COVID pandemic has, has impacted our business tremendously. And, um, and so we have executed a huge uh, business model um, innovation in, in terms of trying to launch a, a new business to really kind of meet the needs of today and keep uh, our, our, our team and our chefs and our, and our captains uh, busy. Um, and then we've also tried to, um, you know, publish and share um, some of the more traditional uh, things. We have a, a mental wellness helpline that, um, our benefits provider provides. We've kind of shared that out and, um, and have been, uh, myself and actually some other members of the team have kind of proactively been sharing, you know, tips for, you know, how do you survive, you know, working at home in, in this kind of experience. So, Awesome. Well, with that said too, you know, looking at just employees, but beyond employees, I mean, Hungry set out to really help nourish and provide businesses, um, quality food and connecting them to local chefs. So I think you've, Hungry's had such a great um, footprint in communities across the country. So how do you define community and has your definition of community evolved during these unprecedented times? Um, so so our, our definition of community is, is, is very much, um, I'd say it's kind of multi-layered. So 
the communities where we operate, we, we as um, a corporate philosophy focus heavily on, um, we have a, a give back program to help fight hunger in each of the communities we operate. So, um, and we're now in seven different cities across the US. Um, uh, there's definitely a community across um, our chef network. We have over 200 independent local chefs that, that uh, cook on the Hungry platform and provide in normal times, you know, office and event catering. Um, in these times, there's also a, uh, you know, a home, you know, family style meal offering that we've created now and, and are, and are uh, you know, seeing sort of rapidly rising sales with. Um, uh, and so there's, you know, and then there's a community of our team as well. So that's a, a key point that we try to be very focused on and intentional from a corporate culture perspective. So with the shift, right, and I, you know, we know that you're delivering, um, we'll get into Hungry for Healthcare in the next question, but, sure. you know, if you think about, we have family units, right, but then there's also still businesses are all operating, but they're operating virtually. So mm -hmm. how have you continued to also kind of stay connected to that B2B community during these times? I mean, have you still had that access? Could you just kind of tell our audience a little bit about that too? Yeah. Yeah. Normal times, our, our clients are typically office managers, executive assistants, you know, folks that are usually charged with responsibility for ordering food into the office. Um, and so obviously that responsibility is, is, is much less today. Um, and I think everybody's, you know, still adapting to this, you know, new world new order and, uh, um, and, and how do you make the most of it? Um, the, the, uh, the, the, the hungry at home offering, which is again, is this, this family style meal offering, is giving us a good reason to reach out to our, 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 our points of contact and our clients. Um, and, and most of them have been absolutely wonderful and wanting to just kind of share it with their teams. Um, um, you know, I think everybody's looking for, you know, really high quality, healthy, affordable, safe alternatives um, to, to feed the family these days. And, uh, and so many have been, I think, you know, super awesome in terms of helping promote. Um, and I'd say a lot have also been surprisingly generous. So a number of our clients have, um, have proactively reached out and um, said, like, we want to help and can, I want to buy catering and send it to this hospital or this ER room or, you know, or, or you know, this, uh, this fire station. And so um, that's really kind of led to kind of the inspiration of the partnership with, uh, with Pivotal Moments, actually. Great. Well, that, that uh, offers a really good segue into Hungry for Healthcare, which was recently launched. Um, congratulations. I mean, it, I think if you would take two organizations to do something like this, I mean, it would definitely be pitiful moments in Hungary. So um, can you tell us about Hungry for Healthcare and how it is helping nourish, nourish local communities? Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, we are absolutely thrilled um, it, with this, this you know, relationship, this partnership. Um, um, you know, we've joined forces with, you know, uh, with Pivotal Moments to really try to help you know, uh, raise you know, additional funds to uh, help feed you know, those of our you know, kind of our frontline heroes, right? You know, the ones that are on the front lines of fighting this COVID pandemic. Um, it's doctors, it's nurses, it's, it's first responders. Um, and their families, and, and really trying to support them. Um, and so, what's what's awesome about this is, is with Pivotal Moments, it helps us. I think um, in, in multiple ways. One is it helps us provide kind of a, 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 a more of a vehicle to collect donations in a tax deductible way. Um, I think it helps also broaden our, our thought process around you know it, it, you know food you know to help you know make sure people are are well nourished and being healthy, but also, you know, thinking more broadly about, you know, the mental health of folks as well. So 
Um, so I think it's just a, a, a absolutely wonderful partnership and really gives us kind of a way to really supercharge what many have already started to do kind of, you know, proactively. And uh, I think this allows us to do it in a much more organized and, and, and effective way. A hundred percent. And with that too, you know, thinking about, you mentioned, you know, there's the mental wellness and during this time, it's so important to not only nourish our bodies, but to nourish our brains, right. Yeah. And to nourish our, nourish our self-care. So with that, um, that combination, and, and again, with pivotal moments where it really is our, um, duty to, um, help, um, be proactive about mental wellness than reactive. And yeah. so this program is really being proactive to help people who are on the front lines and people who are really, you know, we're in the comfort of our home and we're obviously um, balancing a lot of different variables, family, work, um, all of that. But the people on the front line, I mean, the, the mental wellness particularly for them is more important than ever. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. I think, you know, there, in the news talks a lot about kind of the, you know, the health impact of the COVID pandemic, right? Um, a lot about the economic impact of the, of the COVID pandemic, but um, I, I think, you know, the, the mental health, you know, when wellness toll that it's taking, I think it's significant. Obviously, those on the front lines are, are you know, kind of, you know, it's like, you know, battle, battle conditions, right? Uh, battle zone conditions, but even, you know, our, it's back to the, the first part, you know, even, you know, our team and, and just, you know, everyday people, it's, it's, this is a very different world, right? And, um, you know, I feel it too. Like it's, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to adjust to and it's, it's disconcerting. It doesn't feel quite right. And, um, and so I do worry that, you know, the damage that's being done, we may not really fully appreciate till later. Um, but, uh, you know, so we're excited about the partnership with Pivotal Moments in terms of today, we can have a real immediate impact in supporting those that are kind of in the battle, but hopefully then well positioned to, to help with the, you know, kind of some of the follow on you know, challenges that may emerge with regards to, to mental health and wellness as well. So with that, you know, kind of going into how you're handling this as a leader, right? You've talked about some programs that you've implemented um, within your team, but how about you? You know, what type of mental wellness practices are you partaking in um, to continue to move forward, stay positive? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, good question. So, uh, so I, I'd say I'm, I'm usually pretty naturally positive um, and try to be. Um, I think it's important to spend extra time practicing gratitude. Um, uh, I think that for me, at least, it's a great way to kind of stay centered and help put things into perspective. Um, I am normally an, an Orange Theory, you know, uh, 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 you know avid, you know, uh, fiend, um, but that's not possible right now. So. I would say, you know, the lack of, of as much regular exercise has is, is not been great, but trying to find ways to get out to be able to do that. So I'm kind of doing kind of early morning runs when not many people are around and kind of sneak out and get that done. But, uh, um, but those are some of the things that I've been trying to do to just kind of stay centered. And, and I think, you know, the one positive side of all this too is, is that, you know, you are spending a lot more time, you know, with and near your family. And, uh, and uh, so far, so good. <laughs> um, it's actually been, you know, kind of great. And, uh, you know, the family and the kids, I think, have really um, you know, been, been, been managing through it wonderfully. So we're, we're fortunate in that regard. Yeah, I actually was going to ask, uh, how has it been working from home? You know, the, the balancing act, I know a lot of parents have to homeschool their children now, which is a new, um, new something that a lot of parents yes. probably aren't used to. I, I think everyone is uh, really appreciating um, 
you know, teachers and, uh, and also housewives, you know, much more than ever before, right? So, um, you know, really realizing like, oh my gosh, how in the world do you do this? Um, uh, so it's, uh, I, mean, I have a, a five and a seven-year-old, so it's, uh, we're in the thick of things. So it's, uh, it, um, it, it's been you know, overall, you know, quite fun. Yeah, it was funny because I was, and I don't know if you, when you're on your Zoom calls with your team, and I've been on some calls with uh, clients or, uh, you know, just team members, and the things that are just going on in the background, like you just can't help it, you know, one of their partners cooking lunch, or there's a delivery, or the kid comes, I mean, but there's a whole, there's a whole other level of authenticity, you can't really hide behind the office at this yeah. point. So it's, it's been fun. It's been fun. And I think it's, it's kind of fun to see that other side. I'm sure for some of your team members, see that other side um, of them as well. Yeah. 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 Kind of see a little bit more of the whole person. Um, yeah. It's funny you, you're talking about that. The reason I glanced up at one point was my daughter went running by um, uh, my office here. So, uh, so yes, it's uh, it's, it's definitely an interesting mix. <laughs> <laughs> So could you share with us like an uplifting story of compassion or um, resilience of an employer chef that you've learned about kind of either before this, um, before the pandemic or uh, during the pandemic? Um, sure. You know, I, I'd say, you know, I'll give you one of both. So um, on the before uh, of the pandemic, uh, you know, one of the most inspirational chefs I think we have on our platform is Chef Chris Kyler. Um, who's also one of our most talented chefs. Um, uh, he learned to cook actually in the Navy. He was the, um, the cook on a air, air, uh, USS Truman uh, aircraft carrier. Um, but um, after um, uh, discharged, being discharged from the Navy, um, he fell on hard times. He was homeless for a period of time um, and then really kind of started to put his life back together and um, is one of our most successful chefs on, on, on the Hungry platform. Um, and uh, has created a whole, you know, thriving business around it. So, um, so I'd say, you know, you know, he he gives me you know lots of inspiration just kind of seeing how resilient he's been. Um, in in terms of currently, uh, I, I'd say again, it's the it's the generosity that many people kind of unsolicited have been been doing. Um, some of the more famous ones are uh, Kevin Hart used us to send. Um, meals to a lot of uh, low-income seniors in, in the Philadelphia area, as well as some hospitals. Um, this past weekend, Chef Tom Colicchio from Top Chef used Hungry to send meals to the three hardest-hit hospitals in New York. Um, uh, uh, so it's been neat. Um, Kev, uh, Todd Gurley, who's the uh, new running back for the Atlanta Falcons, um, just used us to send some meals to Piedmont Hospital and some other hospitals in the in the Atlanta region. So. Um, so it's just been, you know, pretty awesome to see people, you know, kind of proactively looking for ways to um, help. And, uh, and so that's why we're so excited about this partnership and the ability to enable people to donate to help, you know, provide funds and food for, um, you know, those that need it. Right now. Yeah, and, and that's really powerful, because I think that, you know, to be able to provide that type of platform, not only that, it, not only to provide the platform so people can use it to send to, you know, hospitals or um, um, first responders, but mm-hmm. also that it's, lo- it's, it's local, you know, it's local chefs. Right. And so yeah. it's, it's supporting the chefs. And that's something, you know, that we've spoken about before about, you know, how these chefs, it's hard, especially from a restaurant, but you've already kind of taken them, if 
they're not in the restaurant. So to provide them with um, this opportunity. And with that, with that said, have you had a higher demand for chefs and have been more chefs coming onto the platform given the current restaurant, um, restaurant status at the moment? So um, I, I'm sorry for the knocking. That's my little daughter. <laughs> um, um, but uh, uh, the, um, to, yes, to your point, and, um, and I think that's one of the reasons why this program is so powerful is uh, our food service industry and food service workers have been amongst the hardest hit economically you know, from this pandemic. Um, and so what you know, this program allows us to do is really help keep a lot of our local chefs in business and and employed with a purpose, um, uh, and also our delivery captains who um, you know help kind of deliver the food to clients and in, in, in these places. So um, you know, so it, it, I think it is super important. It's a, it's incredibly hard time right now. Um, obviously, everybody's heard of all the you know the, the layoffs of you know restaurants and other catering companies and things like that. So it's why we're just we're really just kind of hustling hard to try to innovate as much as we can to help support. Um, you know, our team and, and our chefs and our captains um, and, uh, and hopefully do some good in the process. So, um, so yeah, it has, you know, definitely sort of a, a multi-layers of, of, of benefits in terms of, you know, being able to use our local chefs to help make the food to then um, help, the, you know, the, 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 those on the front lines. Yeah, no, that's, that is awesome. So given the um, kind of where we are now, and I know it's kind of hard to see what is on the other, other side at this point. But as an entrepreneur, you know, we're kind of always thinking that way, I could imagine, yeah, yeah. kind of pivoting as things are thrown at us or out of our control. So what are your predictions for the food industry, um, given the current climate? And then how are you continuing to innovate, which you've spoken a little bit about, um, or spoken about with some of the different programs you've implemented, but where do you see it? I mean, we're an innovation with that too has been, there's been a lot of food innovation just within the past 10 years, but how about now? What's, what is your, what's your mindset there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think, you know, the, the, the many parts of the food service industry will be, you know, changed forever. Um, you know, I, Tom Kalika was on TV just yesterday saying that, you know, uh, without additional, you know, beyond what's already been provided government assistance, um, they think as much as three quarters, 75% of restaurants, you know, won't reopen. Um, I, I, you know, I, 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 I'm probably a little bit more of an optimist than that, but, uh, um, but you know, I think you're going to see, obviously, many that won't. Um, I think it's going to take a while for most Americans to feel totally comfortable um, you know, going to restaurants, um, going to the office, you know, so it affects our business, I think, you know, tremendously. Um, so, you know, obviously I hope this, you know, we, we kind of get over the, the worst of this quickly and can kind of migrate back to a, a more normal world. But I do think it's going to take time, unfortunately. Um, and, uh, and I think, you know, we're going to need a, a cure and a vaccine. I think that, uh, it really will, will be necessary to put people's minds totally at ease. But, uh, um, so unfortunately I think, uh, you know, we're in the worst of it, but uh, it'll it'll be a, a a slower you know bounce back to normal than than I think you know all of us would like it to be. Yeah, and and it's I think it's kind of a time for us to really take. I think we're so used to this on demand society. I mean, think about even with the with hunger. You know, we're we're able to get food relatively quickly. You know, from this catering service. Um, and now we're in this period where we're forced to slow down 
and it's 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 a marathon and not a sprint and i and i think mm. it's interesting us watching other people around and seeing they want this a solution it's like there's not a solution yet and <laughs> i think it's a it's definitely a good um test of the american people yeah no for sure um you know, hopefully there's some good that comes out of everybody being forced to slow down a little bit, right? And spend a little more time with their family. But, uh, but, uh, but no, I, I agree. I, I think it's gonna, um, you know, it's changing buying habits, you know, across the board. Um, I think that the shift to more online ordering is obviously, you know, uh, exploded. But you know, even when it starts to, I think it'll always be higher than it was before. Um, you know, probably the same with, you know, off-premises, you know, eating. Um, you know, delivery, things like that. Um, our, our hope is the home meals offering that we've created um, continues, you know, indefinitely. So, you know, we think we've, we've really found a, a, a real, you know, niche in the market where there's a very strong value proposition for high quality local chef made, you know, um, family style meals that are, you know, really cost affordable and, um, and today also ultra safe. So, um, uh, so yeah, so hopefully, you know, there's some innovation that comes out of this that, uh, um, you know, create some new businesses and, and some new opportunities for folks in, as we go forward. Definitely, definitely. So Jeff, um, I don't take up too much of your time. And so I would really like to, and everyone, I think time span, uh, not time, time, uh, time span of like where they can pay attention at this point is probably shortened <laughs> as we're all at our desk. So um, with that, what would you you know, what type of advice from a mental wellness um, aspect would you give to other business leaders and just kind of the overall community during these times? Yeah, um, for business leaders, I'd, I'd say, you know, we're, we're all dealing with so much, you know, so many challenges to our business. I, I think it's, it's a time when it's very easy to forget about the mental health and wellness of our, of our teams. And, um, and so taking the time to kind of slow it down and um, you know, do things that will help, you know, create more of a sense of connectedness, you know, and community that you might have more naturally in an office setting. But um, to your point, everyone's sort of an island now in their own home. And, and I think, you know, many people are feeling, you know, more isolated and cut off from the world. And so, um, you know, be, be proactive, you know, share how you're feeling. And, you know, if it's affecting you, I think being, um, you know, open with, with uh, everybody about, you know, that, you know, that, 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 this is going to affect everybody and then it's just how we, we react to it and then really encouraging people to take the time to, to make sure they're focused on that as well as you know what else you might need them to do so um, i'd say you know it's just you know being sort of appreciative of the situation and, and aware and um and thoughtful about it would be my, my my strongest recommendation definitely well where can also our audience find um, more information about hungry for Healthcare and if they choose to donate yeah, well, we'd, we'd certainly welcome that. That would be um, absolutely amazing. And it's been incredible to see, you know, the generosity of so many. Um, it's also awesome. We've been typically trying to collect pictures of when we, we drop off the food at these different uh, locations and then send it back to donors so they can get a feel for, you know, like here's you know, some of the people that you're really helping, which is cool. Um, if you go to our website at tryhungry.com, T-R-Y, hungry.com, at the top of the, of the page, you'll see, um, uh, a call out around our partnership with Pivotal Moments. So that's kind of the, the fastest, easiest way to get there. And uh, it'll explain more about the program, how it works, um, and, uh, and how effective it can be in terms of, you know, helping our, 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 our healthcare workers, helping, you know, local chefs and, and, and food service people. Um, and also Hungry um, 
you know, for every meal that's ordered, we provide, uh, or for every two meals that are ordered, my, my apologies, for every two meals that are ordered, we provide a meal to help fight hunger in our local communities. So back to the community you know, question you mentioned before. So, um, you know, trying to sort of triple the impact of every dollar that people are, are can contribute by well, that's awesome. So everyone go to tryhungry.com and you can donate to the uh, Hungry for Healthcare. I know exactly what I'm going to be doing when, I, when we finish up this interview. Well, thank you so much, Jeff. Um, we have Jeff Grass here. He is the CEO and chairman of Hungry. Um, thank you for tuning in to another episode of We Are Everyone. This show is powered by Pitiful Moments, a 501c3 charity who develops, supports, and promotes entertainment educational programs to inspire youth to become champions for mental wellness. Subscribe to We Are Everyone on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. And please visit pivotalmoments.org to learn more. I'm your host, Jen Sherman, and I will see you next time. Thank you.